And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. It's me, Andrew, and with me is... Max, as always. And uh, Robert, as always. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I love that hey. the the more things change, the more they stay the same with our names. <laughs> That's something that I love. The constant well. of the fact that we've never changed our names. Me, Also me. Me too. <laughs> me too. I think... We- we need to work on this intro. What do you mean? <laughs> because we've been it's doing the, out of hand. We've been doing the show for seven years, and we haven't really been able to do are, this smoothly. Are you huh? serious? Well, is I it mean, seven years? Well, when did Man of Steel come out? Two thousand thirteen, right? Uh, not soon enough. Not. Soon, <laughs> that was seven years. That ago. sounds right. And I mean, there was, I, there was a period where we didn't do an episode for a year and then like we would do an episode like every once in a while. And it wasn't until uh, like 2018 or 2017 that we started to do these like once every two weeks, I think. Oh, what is this friggin' gentleman overlords? This is, is your life? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) A real retrospective. Is this this your life? Is this your life? Uh, fellows, how are you both? doing today doing Good. All right. lots of media consumed <laughs> <laughs> that's all i want to hear robert i don't care how you're doing mentally emotionally physically i just want to know how much content you have consumed today oh yeah i want to know how much ash you've consumed yeah hell yeah it's very smoky here fellas it's yeah yeah it's pretty nasty it would be nice to be able to go outside I wish they would handle this uh, whole climate thing. It would be nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot to be said about that. But um, yeah. Anyways, let's get into. You don't, you don't believe in climate change. So we'll move on. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah um, you guys are both going to be censored for this whole thing and bleeped out and uh, mm-hmm. climate change denied, baby. Here we go. I would just like to very clearly state before anybody gets on me, uh, I'm not a climate change denier, and already canceled. He can barely he can barely deny that he's a denier. No, I love the the Green Deal, and um, I uh, forced fires <laughs> the Green are, New Deal. Damn it! No, no. Um, yeah, it's horrible. I, I, yeah, climate change is is awful and horrible, and um, let's get on it, guys. The three of us, let's solve it. Um, okay. But before we do that, any movies you guys have seen? Hmm. I've seen some movies. Oh, all, okay. Well, yeah, that's all I want to know. Seen. Whether you'd see yeah. them. Um, yeah. You know what? I don't want to talk about them. What? No, Robert. you know what? I will. Um, the first movie I saw, old JP, Jurassic Park. I also saw Jurassic Park recently. Wow. 
How recently? Max? Uh, two weeks ago? No, not too shabby. Probably in the last yeah week or two for me. I, um, I saw uh, the Jurassic Park DVD case. Whoa. And I thought the T-Rex was going to come out of the cover, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm on some crazy shit right now. The yeah. the the poster truly the for some reason the the skeleton of the Jurassic Park or the of the Jurassic Park of the T-Rex <laughs> did you used... titular Jurassic Parkosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Park the dinosaur like, and then he's like we have a Jurassic Parkosaurus. He's like say that again. I don't <laughs> what, that's wait, is that what? a dinosaur? Yeah. Everybody's like I don't think he knows what dinosaurs are. Um mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the 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 skeleton of the T Rex in the poster used to scare me. There was two posters. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Wow. A, oh, because it's a dinosaur and a skeleton. That's right. Mm-hmm. Nothing scarier, unless it was the skeleton of a Frankenstein. Um, no, it was it. the The poster used to scare me, and I think my parents had bought me hmm. the poster knowing I liked the movie, <laughs> and I like put it away in the attic to like never be seen again. Jeez. What on earth? <laughs> how, that's, uh, that's good. I was going to ask how old you are, but I don't want to call you out like that. <laughs> this is 27, 27, yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> I got scared. I got scared when um, at some point in that movie. I definitely remember I missed part of it. <laughs> like I, I walked out or something. When the lawyer like got eaten, you were really upset? Yeah, that must have been it. I mean, no, it was just they were like messing with science. And you were like, no. I must take a stand. You can't play God like that. <laughs> you did. Go back to the concessions or the box office, get your money back, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. the movie ends. Huh. They, they they said, let's all go to the lobby. I'll take them up on that. Yeah. I do remember it was the first uh, CD that my family owned when we got our CD player. We we got that Jurassic Park soundtrack. And oh, it's wonderful. Wait, like the score? No, yeah. the song's inspired by Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> it was a remix. Uh, mixtape collective soul Alanis Morissette um, Green Day oh yeah Alan- Alanis did the Chilean sea bass uh, <laughs> re- remix mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a great soundtrack you should check uh, it out uh, Andrew, Robert, so- what under what circumstances did you watch the movie what did you think we we watched I mean I've seen the movie dozen times but we watched it for uh, we do a weekly watch along with some friends over text and we watched Jurassic Park that was the so context. Just, we don't actually watch the movie. You're just describing it via text. Yeah, that's right. Each person <laughs> takes uh, one scene and tries to, from memory. Or um, use, you can use emojis, right? That's right. Yeah. A lot of dino <laughs> emojis being used. Um, yeah, we take it one scene at a time. And then at the end, we all try to describe the ending at the same time. Wow. And if we can't get it right, um, then we are, we're up all night. Well, that, well, you had seen it before, but were any of the other viewers versus timers? Nope. Everybody had seen it. Everybody had seen it. Well, um, what a waste of time. No, I, I love it. I could never watch it enough. Um, and it's a fun coincidence that you watch it too. I, it's such a great movie and the practical effects, the, I, the thing I noticed and I, it's obvious in the new movies that they're making blue, the Velociraptor, like the hero Raptor. And it's like cool because it runs alongside your motorcycle and stuff, but they look really alien. They do. The they look so one. weird. When you see them head on, they're the they're very the bird like. Like they just their eyes are creepy and oof the noise they make. That scene in the kitchen is just incredible. I mean every scene every scene is incredible, but yeah, yeah, I agree. I enjoyed watching it a lot. I 
have I've lo- loved the movie since I was a kid and continue to love it today as an adult. Yeah, just R- cannot Robert? look. If I'm going to go rent it, cannot look at that yeah, rental screen. Won't, will not look at the cover of the movie. Um, <laughs> any promotional material for the movie, uh, I hope burns in hell with those dinosaurs and um, also with uh, the guy who created Jurassic Park who tried to play God. Yeah, take that, Michael Crichton. That's right. Michael um, Crichton. <laughs> right? Didn't he create Jurassic Park? I guess I guess yes. I guess technically, yes, Michael Crichton did create I was thinking of uh Hammond. What's his first name? John. John. John Hammond. I was thinking of him, but I guess Michael Crichton is the original creator of Jurassic Park, so <laughs> he can burn it now. Depends if we're talking about uh the park or the franchise. True. Oh well, he, uh, he, 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 can, way. he can claim yeah. both. He can claim both. So Robert, uh, when you were watching it, it seemed like kind of a an interesting question that you were asking Robert, or that you were asking Andrew if if somebody had not seen it in his group was mm. had anybody not seen it in your group? You uh, and Jamie? Yes, I do believe we had. I thought I think we had a couple first timers, maybe. That seems weird to me. It seems like one of those movies that you would have. There, I have just had think there's people seen, that right? like they're not movie people, and you know if if they grew up in a family or just didn't really go to the theater very much or. You know, the poster scared absorbed. them. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. They're like, oh, God. Yeah, I cool. almost went in a video store one time. They had a poster for Jurassic Park. A friggin' dinosaur was in the window. <laughs> but we went to um, our friend's house, and they were able to open the cassette. Cassette. Jeez, what am I doing? Oh, so wait. Andrew's texting it. You're you're listening to it on cassette, apparently? <laughs> video cassette. Isn't that what oh. they were called? VHS? <laughs> Um, and then the follow-up to Jurassic Park, that viewing was Deep Blue Sea. Wow, you're really on a Samuel L. Jackson kick. Yes, that was the connective tissue. It was movies where, spoiler alert, Samuel Jackson perishes too soon. Gone too soon. Did you also watch episode three? The No. <laughs> Wait, episode three, Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, did but... you watch Kingsman? No. Don't spoil every movie. <laughs> just, also, he lasts the whole movie in Kingsman. He also lasts he lasts three different Star Wars movies, so he's also in a lot of uh Revenge of the Scythe. Scythe. Yeah. Yeah. He's um probably in too see much you guys, that. that's sharks too smart. Sharks are too smart. Sharks are too smart. Mm-hmm. I want that review on the box cover. Sharks, sharks are too, too smart. smart. Sharks are too smart. Yeah, but I but I'm smarter. Five stars. <laughs> um, it's a classic. What much? What much more can you say? Uh, LL Cool J's got the the original song. Uh, deeper bluer. My hat is like a shark's fin. Uh, the deep blue sea song. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a tongue twister. I've never um, seen deep blue sea song. And then I also watched The Curse of, is it La Girona? I don't know. My, is it or someone? What? My Sharona. Yeah. My, my sister-in-law called it The Curse of My Sharona. What um, movie are you talking about? The Curse of Lolly. I can't pronounce it. Lolly Arona? Lolly Lulelo. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a, it's a scare em up about ghosts in fact i think it even hinted to the idea that it was connected to the animal universe which i was not aware of what's but, the animal um, universe the annabella verse oh um and um yeah it's kind of like this woman that 
killed her kids back in the day and now she haunts you and if she gets a hold of your kids she'll come after them and then if she marks you she'll terrorize you and it was um and i'd seen trailers for it last year i think uh leading up to uh end of the year last year or sometime um it was a lot better than i expected actually for good uh kind of leading into halloween since why not nothing other else to do but start to watch scary movies now but um i don't know i thought it was like better than better than i expected for sure some good scares and stuff in there so yeah i liked it cool well, i see that it, i see that it has a, a guy from from homeland in it and linda cardellini yes yeah um and then right before we got on the record i was watching some session nine Talked that up a bunch on the pod. Love that horror movie. Max, what about you? You seen anything? Uh, yeah, I've seen a few things. I watched uh, The Man from Uncle. Oh, uh, yeah. I kind of forgot yeah. that movie existed. I did for a while too, but then I, I saw that it existed then again. You watched it. Got, hey, yeah, <laughs> I'd like to see that. It's got Henry Cavill and it's got um, Army Hammer. And uh, they're playing like rival cia cia slash um mi6 uh, right the russian one the russian one oh group kgb kgb that's right um and and it features another bathroom fight scene hell that, yeah uh, henry cavill is it's weird that like he's doing so many fight scenes in, it's in his contract yeah <laughs> that's another pretty good one yeah and it's directed by guy ritchie there's one of those in the witcher too I believe it. Yeah, in a, in a like modern a, bathroom. <laughs> it should just be in an, in an outhouse, like a, a whole giant. Yeah, outhouse. it just like dunks like a gorgon into the outhouse. <laughs> oh my gosh! He's like good douche, and he's like, "Ooh, that's the Witcher, dude." <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got witched. Like, why do we let Cavill has all? He's all these weird contract things. He still cocks his <laughs> arms like guns too, in that. Yeah. Wait, this time he cocks them like swords because it, or he, uns- he unsheaths <laughs> his arms. Like swords. <laughs> <laughs> he unsheaths his arms. I like that. Yeah. Rips the flesh off them. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. I also did an mm. interesting thing and ended up watching. Let us be the judge of this. Okay, I did a really boring thing, perhaps. Here we go. Uh, uh, it's oh. a paint dry. <laughs> <laughs> Ever heard of it? Grass growing? Uh, I watched a movie called The Lady Vanishes, and I followed that up with another movie called The Lady Vanishes, and then a third time watching The Lady Vanishes. What? There are th- three separate versions of this movie. It started out as a... Um, well, I guess officially it started out as a play, I think, but uh, when it became a film it was a hitchcock movie and then it was redone in the 70s and then redone uh, in 2013 i think and so we watched the 2013 version and i thought you know there's a a lot about this that i remember that i recognize i swear i've watched this before and um so we went back and we watched um the hitchcock like i i looked it up found that there was a hit Hitchcock version. I was like, I'm, maybe I watched this. I might watch this over at Andy's house when he was doing his Hitchcock like movie day. And so, yeah, I had seen the original one, but like, I at first I just wanted to start it to see if I recognized it. And almost immediately, I was like, I recognize this character. Mm-hmm. I have seen this, but we ended up watching the whole thing. 
and um and then like i think it was the next day or something uh it started recommending another lady vanishes that we didn't know existed hmm. from the 70s um and it's interesting how they're like what what things flow between them and which one like what's different what they choose to change um like in the the second two they the story it's like a murder mystery on a train uh and this lady goes on and and she talks to a woman across the seat from her and then that's right. that woman d- disappears yeah she doesn't that other person doesn't want to talk she's not wearing a mask all this stuff so <laughs> rude <laughs> but um the the woman disappears and then the the rest of the movie is her trying to find it and it kind of plays with you know it is this person uh like before that happens they are either hit on the head or or you know get knocked out in some way and so they're just saying oh you're you're being delusional and stuff and it's it's weird how like which ones lean into that kind of hysterics or you know you're delusional and like there's a lot of gaslighting involved it's basically a movie about gaslighting and uh but in the second two movies, she's made to be like fairly hysterical and nobody believes the thing that she's saying. In the first one, you know, people are kind of on board with what, what she's talking about. Either that or I just can't read uh, folks from the 30s who are actually completely thinking she's crazy when they don't really show it outwardly. But Yeah, good good poker faces in the 30s, so. Yeah, that's all they had. Um, there was also, I might not have written something on here. Um, in the second, the the movie that was made in the seventies, it had Sybil Shepherd in it. And right in the beginning, she's basically dressed like Marilyn Monroe throughout the whole movie. But in the, in the first scene that she's in, she has a, a Hitler mustache painted on her face and she's doing an impression on top of a table of, of Hitler, uh, but still dressed as Marilyn Monroe. It's, it's wow. that it's one a, from the seventies. It's a nuanced 70s, impression. But, the, say what sounds like a nuanced impression <laughs> oh boy it sure is um that that is i think by far the worst of the the three um as elliot gould and he's doing a lot of like improvisation i think with his lines and they go on way too long you could tell like especially this one scene he la- has this really lengthy joke that like obviously wasn't written into the script because he's talking to somebody uh, who it keeps trying to kind of interject their line that's supposed to exist there, and he keeps going with his joke that oh. turns out to be not funny at all. But anyway, wonderful watch. I I, I recommend... Uh, two of the three? Two of the three, yeah. Uh, especially the Hitchcock one is pretty great. Uh, I also watched a, a couple other murder mysteries, one called An Inspector Calls that has uh, a guy from Harry Potter who turns into a dog. Or or a wolf. I think he turns into a wolf because Gary Oldman turned into a dog. I don't know. Some type of canine that he turns into. And he's an inspector, comes to a house and basically talks about this murder that happened and throughout the movie kind of coaxes out of them how they might have caused it. Even though they're not the killers, they caused this murder to happen. Uh, and then there's a twist at the end, as with most murder mysteries. And then I watched another one called Suspicions of Mitch- Mr. Witcher which is not Henry Cavill and it's not the <laughs> oh. Witcher. 
uh, murder at Roadhill House because there's a there's multiple versions of this suspicions of Mr. Witcher, but I think this was the the first one, and it's based on a true story about this murder that happens in a rich folks' house and uh, and a, an attempted cover up and all of that. It uh, was a little bit a little bit tedious, I would say. And then I think I've watched another movie, but I don't remember what it is. So I'm sorry. I might have to mention it next time. Apology accepted. Max, are you tapping on something over there while you're talking? I think it might just be my uh, my headphones moving around. Okay. It's coming through on your mic, whatever that is. It's a okay. I'll try not to move my face. Yeah, if you could, yeah, if it you could, sound like you're you're clicking the pen from Goldeneye. It's <laughs> gonna blow up. <laughs> if you could pretend like you're wearing Batman's cowl and not turn your head whatsoever that would be much appreciate bro all right well what i'm gonna do is mute myself for a bit you guys talk for a while and i'll try wow. to figure this out <laughs> all right perfect finally the podcast is ours um what did i watch oh so i watched jurassic park also and this week we watched pineapple express um <laughs> have you have you watched that movie recently rob no, it's been it's been a minute. It had been a little while for me too. I really enjoyed it again. I mean, I enjoyed it the first time I saw it in theaters. I have enjoyed it in subsequent viewings, and I enjoyed it again this week. We watched it this you're, week. And I, yeah, you're a big stoner now, so you're like, hell yeah, I can appreciate this on yeah. a new level, dude. Yeah, I was. We, we it was on one of our, you know, on the the chain, the text chain movie group, and one of the one of our friends on the. I don't want to speak out of out of turn on this person but she's a pretty big stoner or at least likes to she likes to dabble and so she was very much like commenting on the weed smoking scenes and like oh that was a you know like letting us know the ones who don't smoke at all like fat fact checking it yeah she was sort of fact checking those scenes which was very funny and fun but yeah it's a it's an unexpected romp based on the like if you only know the light premise of the movie, which is like James Franco and Seth Rogen smoke weed, um, it turns into just an, a very fun, unexpected, unexpectedly action-packed romp. Um, and yeah, it's very fun. I enjoyed it. Good. Um, and I think that's it for me for movies, other than the one that we watched as the main. So why don't we move into some... TV shows we've seen. We've <laughs> seen some TV. Robert, you seen any TV? I have seen a little TV. Oh, good. Um, I watched the whole first season of Pen Fifteen. Oh, I I heard really good things about that when it came out, and then I just forgot about it. How is it? Just bin, yeah, just binge it. It's so so good. Um. Jamie had seen it before, so she watched it again with me, and now I'm caught up for season two. It's so, so funny. Um, yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but um, yeah, it's it's the buzz is real. <laughs> <laughs> Believe um, that. Let me see what else. Oh, um, I caught the tail end of Perry Mason, like the last of the season. Oh, that's a weird and I was like, thing uh, to do. What's happening? Um, that's like the police, uh, it's like in the 19, like early 1930s. Yeah. It's the, it's a remake. It's on HBO, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, Jamie was watching it and I kind of ended up sitting down for the last episode or so. Very, uh, very intense, but I kind of liked it. Um, so a, a, a mild review for the end of the Perry Mason. Season one. Um, and then also I watched, um, I'm caught up. I might be now one episode behind if, if one came out since of uh, Raised by Wolves, which is um, Ridley Scott's show. On, oh, yeah. Uh, that might be HBO as well. I keep seeing weird imagery from it. Yeah, it's really crazy. Even just the, I would recommend even just checking out like the first episode if you have access to it because uh, it it covers a lot of ground. And um, yeah, it's it's really wild. It definitely has, he's always got really big, you know, sci-fi ideas so there's some really cool stuff going on um i I don't want to spoil too much of it but like it's in the very beginning it's these two androids basically like trying to raise kids on this distant planet um and it it goes a lot of places after that so yeah i would highly recommend it i'm really liking the ride so far um and then the last thing i saw and i actually watched all this today was primal which is um, Gendy Tartakovsky's or uh, Tartakovsky's um, show. And it's um, same, you know, pretty chunky kind of stark uh, or simple sort of animation, like from Samurai Jack, but mm. Um, mm. it's, that's right. Oh man. It's so, so cool. It's only six episodes, the first season. Um, and in the way that Samurai Jack had whole scenes that were silent scenes and didn't really, you know, only had sound effects and kind of stuff like that. This goes another level because other than the two main characters, which is like a dinosaur and a kind of like a caveman, um, they like grunt and roar, but no one like says anything. So it's really awesome. It's just, it's even more about just the sound and just the, the action and stuff is really visceral. Um, yeah, I, I really, really loved it. And I guess that got picked up for a second season. Um, that comes out October 4th, I believe. Cool. Dang. Yeah. Max, what about you? You see any TV? Yeah. I uh, started watching Sherlock Holmes. And I uh, watched season one and two of that. I had originally watched the first episode and then kind of gave up because Sherlock is quite an asshole. But uh, now... Both of them are in the MCU, and I feel more justified watching it. Ugh. And I enjoyed it this time. And it, yeah, I am excited to to watch some more. The first two seasons are each three episodes um, long, so pretty quick to get through that. And then I think the next season is going to be a little longer. And I think the fourth season back to three or four episodes. But um, yeah, I think it's interesting. I think. Uh, a bit of it, they kind of, um, I don't know, he's an interesting character because he's an asshole, but he's also kind of hard to watch. I still think that there is some of that. He's he's such an arrogant prick that it's hard to like him often. Uh, but that's the point of it, and I think it's an interesting take on the character. Then I've also watched, um, let's see, I think last time I talked to you about Westworld, I hadn't watched the last episode of season one so i did finish that finale and was pretty disappointed by it and then i've watched about a half of the second season and um it's been kind of just puttering along 
like uh th they do some interesting things here and there but uh it's another one that's a little bit full of itself i think in that uh it keeps kind of extending these reveals that sometimes aren't reveals or are just reveals completely out of left field where it, you know it doesn't really feel justified it's just like oh well you're you're making up something completely new because you didn't have any clever way of hiding anything hmm. but but it's still like wild west action so it's kind of fun probably stick with it to the the end of season 2 at least and that's all that i've seen yeah cool um <clears throat> i don't know did i talk about this last time cobra kai uh, I don't recall. I don't believe so. Or maybe you'd started it. I don't... Um, my wife and I binged our way through the first two seasons of Cobra Kai. It just went on uh, Netflix. It used to be on YouTube Red or whatever their like streaming service, their like original content provider was. <clears throat> and so it the, Netflix just bought the rights to it, and now season three will be on Netflix. I think next year. But oof, magoof. The first season is excellent. Like. Truly, I was like, we were both like, eh, we'll watch the first episode as like a lark, see how it is. And like, we were both like blown away by the first season. I think the first season is great. Second season, still very good. Not as good as the first, but like, I'd still, I'd still say like, like very good and people should be very proud of the show and like would rival most anything on TV, to be frank. Wow. Um, it was very good. Mm. Enjoyed it. Uh, the... I thought it was going to be primarily about uh, Johnny, the former Cobra Kai student from the first movie, but it ends up being about both him and Daniel LaRusso kind of duly as like adults, like, you know, 40 somethings now existing in the world. And I, it, yeah, it's very good. Very like, I, I was very shocked at how much I liked it. Wow. Have I ever yeah, seen any of it? I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, I thought it was great. And like as somebody who I have no attachment to Karate Kid, I think like I've seen the first one once and then not yeah, none none of the sequels. Um I thought it was great and like there's enough like they don't do so much fan service that you're just like, Well, I've never seen the movie, so I'll never get it. They include scenes from the movies to kind of like let you know what happened when they reference something. <clears throat> and like, otherwise it's like a character study of two people who are in their forties who like, you know, both of them peaked at a younger age. And so they're both sort of grappling with like what life is like in their forties, which is, you know, like you don't have to have seen the original movies to relate or to understand what they're going through. And I think they do a good enough job of making you feel like, you know, without having seen, you know, if you haven't seen the movies or maybe like me, you've only seen them once or twice or whatever. Like you don't have to be obsessed with the story to know what's going on. I think that's a real, like that's a real uh, feather in the cap to the writers and creators and the actors of the show. Sure. Yeah. Um, and that's really it. I'm watching a lot. Like we're in playoff basketball, so that's a lot of what I'm watching too. Um, but anyways, guys, let's move on to. The movie we've seen for this week, which was Superman, the 
Oh, I'm not going to play a song. Whatever. It's not going to work. Uh, the Superman Man of Tomorrow starring Blaine oh. from Glee, uh, the janitor from Scrubs, uh, Summer from Baywatch. Who else is in this movie? Skyler from uh, Heroes. Skyler from Heroes. Uh, Agent Ward from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, yeah, very who's who of voice actors, I suppose. But um, yeah, Superman Man of Tomorrow is a loose adaptation from a not very well-liked person. Uh, their comic book, Superman American Alien, written by Max what? Landis. Um and so it's a loose adaptation of that, but it's an animated movie that came out this year, Superman. It's about younger Superman before he's really established himself as Superman. Uh, he goes up against Lobo at the beginning, and then a larger villain looms and becomes the main villain by the end, and he has to end up teaming up with Lobo and his arch rival in order to defeat this new villain. So guys, what did you think of Superman Man of Tomorrow? I thought it was all right, but I, I don't, I couldn't, I, I'm not going to say it's, it was like, it got a little bit boring near the end. I would say, uh, it, it just kind of ended up dragging for a while, but I, I thought the art was pretty cool. I thought that they, um, there were some obvious anime influences. In fact, I think that, uh, like some of it might've been ripped scene for scene. I'm not sure. Like, but it seems like there could be a lawsuit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just mean, like, either they were really leaning heavily into the homage or they actually just traced over it. <laughs> I know that uh, some some other places have gotten in trouble for that. I think there's some uh, issue with the, something that PlayStation did recently where they just grabbed a bunch of scenes from other people's artwork, traced over it, and uh, called it their own thing. And got called out, but this one, like, I it it really seemed like it had a few scenes that were at least alluding to Evangelion, and then weirdly the Godzilla TV series from like, huh, from nineteen ninety eight. Is this like you you on your eye? You realize this, or you like looked it up, or this is um just me watching it. I was like each time the 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 main villain is like morphing into a bigger and bigger creature and it starts out looking a bit like uh first it's just a weird human then it turns into basically a xenomorph from aliens and then it turns into like evangelion big giant robot and then it turns into the godzilla creature from the the 98 series wow Um, max you are one pathetic loser Uh yeah, I watch watch a lot of TV. I, I I didn't get those specific references, but um I I enjoyed it well enough. I would probably agree that I feel like the back half dragged a little bit. It got a little like hokey, but um I don't know. I think uh not if we're not counting the fact you know the author of the adaptation against it. I thought it was fun, and I do actually really like the um kind of had this thick line style of, on the outside of everyone. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know, the the detail was nice. It was a, a departure from kind of what I'd been seeing previously. And everything looked really, I don't know, I, I thought it was really slick the way everything was designed. I really liked the design of the characters, like Martian Manhunter and Superman before he gets his outfit. This, oh, and Superman has red undergarments again, which is excellent. Yeah, I noticed um, that. 
yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty fun. I would love to see something else in like that vein again, like a continuation or something in that universe. Um, yeah, I, I like the depiction of of Martian Manhunter a lot. I did, I did like that. I the the thing I struggled with watching this movie is I just couldn't figure out who the movie's for. I guess because like at this point, if you are watching a Superman animated movie, like primarily most people know what Superman is about. They know his powers. They know his weaknesses. And to do another movie where he discovers kryptonite as his weakness, learns about Krypton. And, you know, at the same time, like you've got Lobo who's like, you know, giving people the finger and he's saying shit and ass. And like, so it's not like, <laughs> I, you know, again, like I hate to be like the, the, uh, the, the like good place police here, but like, he's like if you're having a character that's just like swearing for no reason like it doesn't like it's not like a particularly bloody movie like nothing like other than like you know when uh spoiler for later in the movie one of the characters gets sort of like incinerated and you kind of watch it like you in agony watch this character killed um like it's not a particularly violent you know animated movie like it's a you know they have like normal superman fights like you know the kind of thing you'd see in like superman the animated series but then there's like lobo who's like you know like this like guy who walks around like a whiskey bottle and swears and gives the finger and he's got a compartment for cigars he's always kind of like the deadpool of space a little bit. yeah i just like i i just don't like not that they couldn't include lobo and like have him have a lot of the characteristics of Lobo but that's what I'm getting at is I don't know who this movie's made for and like not that that is necessarily a you know a plus or minus to the movie but it just it didn't feel like I'm not sure what the purpose of it was because like it's fine like it's a fine I, I had a fine time watching it I didn't feel particularly great or bad about anything in it but it was just sort of a thing that like it just it it took up 90 minutes of my day like that's mostly what i can say about it and i'm not really sure what purpose it serves because even like the actors don't seem particularly keyed in to the to their performances either like the guy who the you know blaine from glee who plays superman is just sort of like i like i never really get this sense of like gravitas or like that he particularly even likes playing Clark Kent, Superman, same with Zachary Quinto. He was a little flatter. I think, I think, um, I think Lex was a little bit better. And I think, um, Lobo. Robert, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You kind of cut out a little bit when you're talking about, Oh, sorry. The Lobe man. The Lobe man. No, I said, obviously the person doing him was having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I just think like, you know, Alexandra Daddario, who plays Lois Lane, I thought was pretty flat. Uh, yeah, the guy who plays Superman was flat. I just like, yeah, I guess Quinto is like maybe, you know, the standout of the main characters. But everybody else is just, they kind of felt like they were just, I don't know, like doing it, like just doing a project. Not that everybody has to love the thing that they're doing. But I don't know, just like because the movie didn't feel like it was a story that had to be told and the actors themselves didn't feel like they were particularly invested in the story that they were telling. It just, I don't know. I, I think like my feelings on it were pretty meh because everybody 
it seemed like working on the project other than the animators. I thought the animation in this was stellar, but mm. other than that, I thought like the voice performances and then the story itself was all kind of meh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um I so think I, I think I liked it a little bit more, but that's okay. That's fine. Um you're uh, you were on uh you were on uh it's canon for you that you're a Max Landis supporter, is that right? Jesus. No. <laughs> what do you make bright? Was that the one we watched? That's right. He did write bright. Um <sighs> there was a I think I told this story maybe when we talked about bright, but there was a um pro wrestling gorilla show that max landis showed up to and he tried to like ingratiate himself with the crowd by bringing pizzas and somebody took one of the pizzas and like smashed it in his face and then he left and like that was the that was the highlight of his interaction with people at pwg so um fuck max landis man i'll say it I'll say it. I'll say it. Um, I'm brave enough to say it. I wasn't aware that this was adapted from a comic that he wrote, um, and I'm hoping that he had no involvement because of the adaptation. But I think it's it's knows? not like a one-to-one adaptation, but I think I read that it's like a... They get elements of the story from that book. Hmm. Um, but I liked... I thought like some of the action scenes were pretty good. I liked, I liked when he fought Lobo the first time. I loved... Lobo had a gun that shot lesions that could electrify you. And I also liked that he had a chain gun that shot uh, swords. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I, I, don't I know, thought Lobo... about, like, the style. It was just like, I really used to love like the justice league and Superman comic or uh, shows. And it was just fun to see like kind of a big battle that would be kind of taking place in those, and especially in the new style. Like I, I took it to be like, they were trying something that it feels like in house, there was sort of like an, an agreed upon sort of style that was going on for a lot of the movies. So I'm kind of happy that they've maybe pivoted and tried something a little bit different. It does have a, like, it really pops. It really does look like, you know, the characters are on a panel. Um, but I think it works. And I, I liked kind of like how clean it was. And like you said, Max, maybe there is like that kind of anime influence. It just can't be helped. I think, you know, generations have grown up on it. It's just sort of, becoming more of a norm sort of style, but um, I really enjoyed that. What did you guys think of, it was kind of an interesting origin for and journey of uh, Parasite. I don't know a whole lot about the character Parasite and what it, what his origin used to be and how they changed it. Uh, it was never usually like an alien in, I don't believe, but, um, but industrial accident sounds about right. But I thought um, that was pretty horrifying from like when they introduce what's happening to this character that Clark knew. He was like a janitor at Star Labs. He like starts siphoning energy off of people and like basically like mummifying them and killing them. And then eventually kind of becomes like almost like vampirish kind of looking later. And then when he absorbs power from Lobo's cell, he becomes sort of like, yeah, almost like monstrous, like dinosaur kind of like. Um, and then I think you guys already alluded to, like, by the end, he gets so much power that he's like a freaking kaiju, um, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, but it's a character that I, I've always wanted to see in the live action Superman movies, just because I think he's a good foil for that character being able to steal the powers. And, um, oh man. And then the other scene you already mentioned, he does get a hold of Superman earlier and absorbs some of, some of his powers and abilities. And then when 
uh, Martian Manhunter tries to grab him, he yeah burns him down. Basically, that scene is, um, it was like like watching. I you know like Superman's like no, don't touch him, and then like he just like incinerates him in the middle of the street for like a prolonged time. <laughs> and I was just like, God, like I know you just like got your own butt kicked, but like like budge like move one inch to like try and save your new friend but mm-hmm. instead he's just like watching him burn him alive and i was just like oh my god and like also i mean it later turns out that was not the the demise of of the martian manhunter but like that that moment of just like well i guess we just killed the martian manhunter in you know like yeah. the middle of the movie there's a couple, was... there's a couple fake outs in this movie yeah um I do like his like Martian form is very cool looking. I thought I did too. I also like the noise then, that um, was coming out when he was like in that, like sort of like the, the Martian form. That's not the, the manhunter with the X on his chest when he sort of like yeah. looks like a, almost like, like a swamp thing type creature kind of uh-huh. um, like the noise that kind of is being emitted from him when he's in that form. I thought was kind of cool too. Um, the weird thing that I think they like set up, and almost for like a like a third beat and they never did is he flies up and gets rejuvenated by the sun and they kind of established i was like oh that's going to be like the way that he like you know repowers himself in the middle of the fight and later on it's established that he doesn't have enough energy and he wants luthor to shoot him in the sun but it doesn't happen and i just was like surprised that he never like used the energy when he had enough to get back up and like supercharge himself right I thought that's somehow how he was going to go up against parasite but i did think it was interesting it was already mentioned it was a real uh, it was a real fireworks factory in the poochie episode sort of like tease of like (laughs) i need to get back to the sun like luther send me to the sun and he's like yeah you know i I honestly thought he would yeah like kind of like dip towards the sun and just like you know then fly back in the atmosphere um so though you already mentioned there's so there's a fake out it turns out martian manhunter like was using his mind powers to make everyone think that he had been burned down, but he wasn't. I think he probably just like phased into the ground or something. Yeah. Um, and then Lobo, when they're fighting Parasite, like has bombs strapped to his body. And when he's getting crushed alive, he destroys himself and it doesn't, doesn't kill Parasite, but he sacrifices himself. And it turns out by the end that that's a fake out also that his race can regenerate. Um, and then the very, very end, if we're, just talking about the whole thing. Yeah, go Parasite for it. kind of is almost like convinced of his humanity again. So when he sees the power, he turns away from the people and basically goes to absorb it. But I like to think that he's also like trying to like stop the reactor from exploding and killing everyone. I thought that and, was uh, more the, I got more of that read from it than, Ooh, more yeah. power. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. It's just like, it's just sort of like he turned to do it. And, um, that was, it was a little cheesy before that. Like people are like making Molotovs and like, get out of here, monster. Like, they're, uh, it yeah. Was funny the, Cause there were like three Molotovs thrown at this guy. It's just people on a bridge that, that, uh, just they had their open containers of whiskey the, yeah. and they were, and they have like cloths and they just, you know, they lit them up. Um, so it goes back and it is New York it, after all, or metropolis. Sorry. The, <laughs> With the with the amount of fake outs, I'm surprised like he absorbs so much energy that he basically like just like turns to ash and like disappears. But I thought at the end it was gonna zoom out and like Parasite was gonna like wink the camera like I'm still here. <laughs> the voice um, of Parasite. Um, because they did get rid of uh an OG, an OG villain. Um but yeah, I don't know. I I think I liked it and I would love to see uh as long as old uh 
what's his face? Pizza face isn't getting any money out of it. I'd love to see a little bit more in that style. Mr. Landis. Mr. Landis. Yeah. I thought I, you were correcting him. That's Mr. Pizza face. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Max, what about you? What do you, how do you like, do you recommend people see it? Are you, were you a fan of it? What, you know, what? I think if you're into that sort of thing and you got 90 minutes, go for it. I think that maybe I've enjoyed some of the other uh, DC movies, but I like more than it, but I couldn't say specifically like which one you should watch instead of it. If you're a Superman fan, go for it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like I, I want a little more from the voice performers, I think, but overall, like the story's fine. Nobody's turning in a bad performance voice wise. So I can't true. Like, I don't want to like truly like rip down the movie and criticize it that much but i i just didn't feel like anybody was turning in like a truly like inspired performance so you know it's it's fine i i was not upset watching it it's a yeah i think if if the animated superman movies are things that you enjoy then this is a fine 90 minutes you won't be upset watching it i'm but... sorry andrew can i can i correct you really quick it's uh 86 minutes actually oh i love it <laughs> i love it <laughs> <laughs> that was it you you did it um yeah it's it's fine it's fine an 86 minute romp huh how about that Hell yeah Hell yeah um it sounds so much worse that way change it, it back to 90 minutes okay a 90 minute romp there we go um yeah but that'll do it for us for this episode we'll see you next time bye bye